0: And welcome to the, Move
1: the Line Prop Drop Show presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. I am Ryan Noonan, back to talk about the best way and the most profitable way to bet on NFL football, and that is through player props. We are live here 2 p.m. Eastern every Friday on the 444 Bets YouTube channel, uh, giving you our favorite player props and taking your questions. So if you are hanging out with us now on YouTube, jump in the chat. Let us know what your favorite look is for week one, or if you have thoughts on the play, feel free to ask. We'll give you our feedback and try to get to as many as possible at the end of the show. Uh, joining us live on YouTube is your best chance to get the same number, same price on these plays that we are putting out here. If you prefer, prefer the podcast feed, it's going to be in your podcast feed probably on Friday nights. I'll subscribe to both the podcast and the YouTube channel. So you do not miss the show support this free content by subscribing goes a long way helping us continue to bring the very best content and tools in the industry here at 444 so just take a second share the show uh click the button goes a long way uh joining me here as always uh from vegas connor allen how are we doing buddy
0: doing great live in planet hollywood right now i'm feeling great after last night thankfully a middle of the day show today uh not an early morning one those can be kind of rough wasn't feeling too hot this morning. Also, we have all day clear tomorrow, so pumped to be here. One of my favorite shows of the week, always. Love it. Uh, very
1: responsible. You're waking up early from Vegas uh, after a Thursday night and a long night at the craps table. So uh, good on you. Last year, people wouldn't remember necessarily. They didn't know what happened. Connor like scrambled to get to the place on time. Uh, got like messed up with time zones and uh, all sorts of stuff. So we were a little bit late going live in week one because Connor was. uh not as prepared, but you know, year older, year wiser, and uh, I, I really appreciate and respect that about you.
2: It comes Corona. from the heart. People don't forget, well, Connor.
0: <laughs> they don't uh, forget, Slop. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Uh,
1: and that uh, voice is hopefully familiar to you. And really excited about this one joining us every week in the space uh, is a man who's already decided that he's going to win every bet he makes on Sunday, which is really exciting for you. Uh, you could find him on OddsJam and on Twitter at slop rules it is our friend john high slop uh slop we talk betting uh and picks and stuff all the time for a couple of years now really excited to finally get you on and do this weekly stoked to have you my man welcome to the show
2: i'm glad to be here man you two are two of my favorites in this space fun knowledgeable i mean what's better than that you know what i mean
1: appreciate that buddy Mm-hmm. excited to do this every week. It's gonna be uh, hopefully unique content for you. Again, like we are going to do our best. Uh, again, these we know how the prop market works. If you're here watching a prop show, you're very, very familiar uh, that this is a volatile market. We are going out of our way here to make sure that these are not stay aligned. We're not telling you something that we played on Monday that's now long dead to brag about our CLV. Our goal is to make sure that we can get the same line and same price to as many people as possible while we're live here so again live is the key hang out with us uh again subscribe so you don't miss a show two episodes of move the line each week on addition to the prop drop here on fridays our game preview show connor myself sharp clark goes live on wednesdays at 3 p.m eastern it's also a great time to scoop up the betting sub it's where connor and i put all of our plays out into um our discord for our subscribers all the content that is possible and done over at four for four is included in the betting subscription. So all the tools, every article ranking, you're playing DFS, you know, we got Daigle and TJ still cranking out great DFS content. Um, all that is in there as well. And again, the discord is really wanting where you want to be four for slash plans is where you can get the betting sub right now for limited time offer next handful of people or so we got a little bit of, I'm not sure exactly what the count is, the next few for subscribing, you get a hundred dollar gift card to fanatics uh, to subscribe to the betting sub. So you're basically getting it for half off. You're gonna buy yourself something this year at fanatics. Head over there, take advantage of it. 444.com slash plans. If you miss that and you're late, just DM us, DM the house account, Connor and myself. Uh, we'll get you a discount code. Or you can just use the promo code prop drop. Is that still live, Connor?
0: Yep. 25% off prop drop, baby. Let's get it.
1: You use the dude. You could do both. Use the promo code prop drop, 25% off get it for cheaper, and you're going to get a $100 gift card. So you're going to get really really like, – it's like a $300 deal uh, for like less than $100. So take advantage of that, 444.com slash plants. All right. Uh, we're going to go all over the place, try to keep it fluid. We're going to have some stuff that we all like. We'll get some thoughts on some of the stuff that uh, you know the other guys like here as well. I think we're going to maybe have some ladders. I think maybe we'll have some same-game parlays or at least some discussions around that. I'm going to get to some tackle stuff later in the show. We're going to do all we can to give you guys the goods here every week. Connor, floor is yours. First play for week one.
0: Yeah, my first play of the official new move the line prop drop. I'm going with Khalil Herbert over 49 and a half rushing yards. This has seen some steam downwards, and honestly, I personally just don't get it. If you're looking at a guy here who has very clearly locked up all the early down work for Chicago, was playing the starters with Chicago, was great last year, according to all the metrics. Now he's going to a matchup in Green Bay. Green Bay was dead last in run defense EPA per play last year. And if we look at the two games against uh, Chicago against Green Bay last year, they ran the ball a shitload. They knew that that's their weakness. Now, obviously, Chicago was really run heavy as is, but they know that that was Green Bay's weakness. They ran it 27 and 25 total times. And the running backs combined for 160 yards on, on 19 carries in their first game, and then 82 yards and 17 carries. So you're getting me Khalil Herbert, probably, I don't know, 12 to 15 carries in this spot here. Uh, I think he goes well over 50 yards. I like the ladders here. I played some 75 plus at like plus 390. I played some 100 plus rushing yards. On top of that, absolute banger 50 to 1 to lead the week in rushing. Um, Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's hot. That is hot. He gets 17, 18 carries against the Screen Bay defense, and we are very live. Well, where was that? Is it FanDuel? Uh, DraftKings right now. No FanDuel ladders are available yet. Um, Hopefully soon. Okay,
1: I like that one. We've been talking about that uh, early in the week. Uh, um, you know, I don't know. I've been pegged as like a Khalil Herbert hater this year. I think that's like down the road. I just kind of like more so anything I'm pro Roshan Johnson as the season goes along. But week one in this matchup against Green Bay, as you laid out, I, I like it. What are your
2: thoughts there, Slop? I don't mind it. I, to be honest with you, I hate the running back ones because they're just so hard. They're like just very hard. I'm the receiving guy. So okay. it kind of makes it the perfect team. You know, we got the running back with Connor, and that'll be your receiver. Love it. Just, I'll
1: stay on the other side of the ball. We'll do as much of that as possible. Yeah, and you'll
2: <laughs> yeah. But, try Perfect. to tackle
1: both of you guys. Everyone wins. Uh, Slap, how about you? First play for you. What do you got?
2: I've been looking at this one all day. So like, I work at Odds Jam, obviously, and they have a screen, and I've been staring at this screen. I can't even believe it exists. It's uh, Chris Godwin, over 52 and a half receiving yards at FanDuel right now. All the other books are at 55 and a half. Caesars is at 56 and a half. The DFS books are 57 and a half, 58 and a half. You can just go to FanDuel, since they're the lowest, and get him at 60 plus for plus 120. I just feel like that is unbeatable. Like for the games, the, the situation they're going to be in, right? I think the Bucs are going to get rolled, and it's not going to be close. I think the bikers are just going to hammer them. But at the same time, that means that you know we're throwing the ball. There is Evans. Don't get me wrong, but I mean it's it's Evans and Godwin. And guess who's given up more receiving yards for receivers in each of the last two years? What team? Vikings. And it's only going to get worse this year. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I get this Baker Mayfield. I get all it, but I mean, it's sixty yards. Like that—that's not very hard to get. Whenever you're talking about you know a, a negative game script like this, even if it's not a negative game script, guess what? If they do get down there, it's because of Chris Godwin probably. So sixty plus plus one twenty. There's no chance that's going to be available later in the week, I don't think.
1: Yeah, I like it, Connor. I mean, we've been like massively anti-box for the Baker purposes, but when you think about like part of the handicap on the Vikings this season was Flores bringing in a new defense. He loves to blitz his face off, and when you got a quarterback like Baker. I got to get rid of the ball really quick anyway. I'm going to get blitzed. It's even, it's coming even quicker. I'm getting it to my slot guy. I, I don't have three and a half seconds to wait for Mike Evans to get deep downfield. I got to get it out quick. That's Chris Godwin over the middle. Uh, you know, I haven't been thinking of anything pro bucks related, but I think slot makes a good case. What are your thoughts?
0: Uh, that makes a ton of sense. I like that handicap there. Uh, I think maybe an Evans under two might be nice, but the issue I keep going back to, like the Vikings defense is going to be so unbelievably bad. Like, I can't fade. I can't fade any passing game. I know it's Baker Mayfield and he sucks, like Slop said. But I can't fade him. So, like, like you're saying, someone's gonna catch the ball. They're gonna have some big plays, um, especially if they're bringing the house in Minnesota. So, a little couple quick passes. Chris Godwin easily gets over 60.
2: Or what happens if they sit back? You know, like you're up late in the game, second half, couple scores. I mean, I don't. I just feel like this is it. It's 60 yards. It's not much.
1: Yeah, there's there's outs for sure. All right, so well, I'm going to go back to where slot doesn't like, but I'm going to give you a same game parlay option. I'm going to stay in the game, and I'm going to go. Uh, this is another one. Connor and I were tossing back and forth. Uh, I don't really understand the Alexander Madison line to open. Um, you can get over 55 and a half on points bet and minus 120 points bet's hard for some people. Um, there's a 57 and a half on FanDuel at plus 102, which is really interesting. DraftKings has a 75 plus alt line. At plus 20. 75 plus is basically where his total yards number is. That's actually right in line with like where our rushing projection is for him this week as well. So uh I, I don't know. I, I just think there are like Madison Madison Doubters this season, but I also don't think for the same reasons like Khalil Herbert, I just don't think Miles Gaskin and Ty Chandler are really eating into his week one role at all. The Bucks were a below average rushing team last year, worse than people think. They went out and used the first round pick on Kalijah Kansi to help there. Kalija Kansi might not even play. Um, I haven't seen his Friday practice status yet, but he's been out so far. I um, he's really not even like a big, like run stuffing, middle of the line space eater. He's more of like a get up the field, collapse the pocket, press, uh, you know, Aaron Donald type pass rusher from the inside. He might not even play in this game. Um, so, again, talking about some of the game script things that we anticipate here. I just kind of like the blend of opportunity and matchup at home for Matt uh, Madison. I really think he, I think he probably gets there through the air as well. I think it's like 13 and a half. I mean, it actually is predatory that when you look at his rushing number and his receiving number, um, you can hit over on both and still fall short of his combined rushing yards. Like you love how the books do that to you. So be careful with those things, but I don't know. It's a great spot for him. I like him quite a bit. I know the offensive line is a challenge at times too, but I just think he's going to get a pretty good workload. Uh, slop, I know this is not your your you know line of business, but any thoughts on Madison uh, on the whole?
2: I can see it happen. I mean, it, again, it's it's one of those things that goes back to game script too in that, you know, I mean, th- you can get helped out later in that game too if, you know, let's say you fall short early. You know, whatever happens with the Bucks defense, let's say, like, who knows? But later in the game, you get home, not a big total, not bad for me.
1: It's two-leg same-game parlay. Uh, Chris Godwin over. Uh, Alexander Madison over in your rushing yards. And there you go. Plus You know, plus 235 or something, hopefully somewhere that does decent odds booking. Uh, probably should be like 260, but I don't know. I'm sure you can get plus 230 or something on that somewhere. Hit alts uh, on co-
0: both. Parlay alts on both. What do you think? Mm. Yeah, I can put a uh, – hang
2: on. Oh, it went up to plus 122 right after I bet that. Smart. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, same game Get plus 323. Ooh, okay. Ooh, okay. All right,
1: cooking. Connor, any uh, Madison thoughts?
0: Yeah, I, I like it. Uh, you know, I, I've been citing my, my boots on the ground people, and the, the boots on the ground people, you know, in the Vikings side said that uh, it's going to be Alexander Madison to start. Uh, they don't necessarily love him, but, again, this is a one-game bet, so, you know, I don't really care about the rest of the season. So a little sketchy in fantasy, but for betting purposes this week, I think it could be wheels up.
1: Again, I think there's a lot of similarities to the Herbert thing where week one, I feel like we're we're okay. So, uh, yeah. Again, a lot of you hanging out in the chat. We appreciate it. Jump in there. Let us know what you're looking at for week one. We will get to it. It's our favorite part. Fire stuff in there. Something you like. Something you want our thoughts on. Uh, Hit us with anything. We will circle back to that. Get to as many as we can with the time remaining. Connor, back to you for prop number two.
0: Yeah, problem number two. Also, shout out to Darren Summer here in the in the chat. Uh, stale bread greater than stale lines. Yeah, that's that's true. No, no stale bread here. But either way, I, I agree. Um, all right, my second one is going to be Michael Pittman under four and a half receptions. Uh, I am. I know this seems low compared to what Michael Pittman did last year, but I'm coming in hot here. I think that Anthony Richardson in this Colts offense is going to run the piss out of the ball like an unbelievable amount. I think we're going to see fewer than 20 pass attempts from Anthony Richardson. I would not be surprised if Anthony Richardson has more rushing yards than passing yards in this game. And I know that is boiling hot, but again, boots on the ground, people, said that Shane Steichen all offseason was watching not NFL tape, not air raid tape, high school and college wishbone tape. They're going to load, put three guys in the backfield, be running misdirection, be running the ball as much as possible, taking advantage of Anthony Richardson's strength, which is his athleticism, which is his size, and not trying to throw the ball to Michael Pittman, Josh Downs, Alec Pierce. I mean, I for me, I think there's going to be such a little volume. And when he does throw the ball, they're going to have to throw it eventually, probably unless it turns into an Army-Navy. You know, I think we're going to have to probably see a little bit more Josh Downs, maybe a little bit Alec Pierce. Maybe he gets three catches, maybe four. Five catches to me just seems outrageous. Minus 125 at Fanduel, minus 120 at DK. Um, I love that a lot on the under. I think
1: he's going to be the first look though, so that's the only problem. But I I understand the point that you're making. Uh, it still has to be an accurate pass. It still has to be one that he catches. Uh, so there are some other uh, you know issues that correlate to that going under. I'm um, interested in Anthony. Not surprising, and um, sounds like maybe you are too. Get your thoughts on the Anthony Richardson rushing line um the jags allowed the third most rushing yards to quarterbacks last season and we're at 45 and a half on caesars Uh, a little juice to the over minus 127 rivers has uh 47 but minus 117 uh mgm at uh 46 and a half and minus 115 are you interested in any of those plays looks like pinnacle has a nice number two if you have access if you like the over 46 and a half minus 103 are Absolutely. you playing that as well? Does that
0: correlate? I'm waiting for the carries. I want – if we get six carries, seven carries, eight carries, I'm waiting for the cool. carries because that's going to be just an absolute banger on the over. Because, uh, I mean, I think that's what they're putting, 46 and a half rushing yards. Probably relates to about like seven, eight carries, I think. So, I mean, he's going to have – I'll go. I'll say over ten carries in this game.
1: Okay. Slop, where are you at on Anthony Richardson? Uh, been something we've discussed a lot this offseason.
2: I would say look at the FanDuel ladders. If you're going to – if you like him that much, it's going to be there. It's not up. I just checked right now. Like, they don't have – from what I can see, they don't have a number for him rushing. But uh, they will. They can't hide forever. And when they do, your 50, 60, 70. I mean, those are gonna, all going to be in play, especially if you like his uh, his carries, which I do too. Like, I don't think they can trust that guy to throw the ball. So, it's, they're going to have to do something. And, yeah, I, I would run the ball if I were them.
0: Yeah, Yeah. I think to to be clear too, Noonan and I all offseason, I think, you know, Noonan's a little bit more bullish than him in the short term, but the long-term outlook is great. He could be Josh Allen. You know, he has a cannon of an arm. He's got a lot of, like, you know, I guess talent overall, but the tape was just so inconsistent, wildly inaccurate at times. Now, he didn't get any help at Florida. He should get more help at Colts, but I from everything we're hearing, it seems like that's not in the early plans for them just to run like, you know, a spread or anything like that. And like, you know, have easy pitch and catch. I think it's going to be a lot of, uh, you know, probably just run, run, and then like a 60 yard pass attempt. Like that's probably what we're going to see. I've literally been on two
2: different shows today and both shows, somebody took Richardson over 45 and a half rushing yards. So <laughs> I mean, that's just, there it is. You know what, what I mean? That's a sign. So, yeah. That's a sign. That's a sign. I mean, they're, they're trying to tell us something. Here's the thing though. I don't think we see that number again like 45 and a half. That's another way to kind of look at it. It's like, what is it going to be week two? Like, will it be 70 something? You know, because I I think it could. Like, that's not that crazy just because like, again, like we don't know what they're going to do. It's not like we've, we've seen this before. So that's when you take your shot on those ladders. So hurry up, FanDuel.
0: In, in my mind, Anthony Richardson's lines being above Justin Fields, not just above, 20 yards higher than Justin Fields is like egregious. Like the most ridiculous line I've ever seen as an opener ever maybe. Uh, and so, like I, that's just exact. I can't imagine in a scenario where if Anthony Richardson, how about this? Anthony Richardson comes out and throws for like two hundred and fifty yards. I'll wear a clown outfit on next week's show. I mean, it's just not happening. Like it is literally not happening.
1: Look, I, I think he was egregiously misused at Florida. Um, I think the, the first year will be a rocky road. I made this case. They asked him to just basically run over dudes or throw over the top. Um, There were no easy layups schemed into that offense. He was asked to throw to the boundary and 15-plus yards down the field with really no NFL-caliber talent at wide receiver. So he wasn't really asked to do the things I think he's going to be asked to do at the next level. I believe in Shane Steichen. I think he's going to scheme layups for him eventually. I think that'll be RPO looks to Josh Downs. I think it'll be RPO looks to Michael Pittman uh, in the season um but yeah I, I don't know I I'm 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 interested in the rushing yards with you and the carries with you as well so yeah I'm I don't want to be like carrying the torch for Anthony Richardson but I'm uh I'm definitely more bullish in the short term I now I'm like very very much well um, now I'm now i just I want the clown suit
0: so like, <laughs> yeah let's take Abby here food. in the chat omg I want to see this clown outfit yeah I don't have it yet but I will buy one so huh? will go out. clown outfit no, but I'll go to whatever party city or, you know, it's how there's the Halloween stores are starting to pop up. So I'll, so I'll, I'll rock the clown outfit on air. All
1: right. That's a strong, strong Anthony Richardson take. Uh All right. Slot back to you. Uh Second play for you. All
2: right. So this one, I'm not, this could go poorly, but I don't think it's gonna, I don't think it's gonna at all. I'm talking David and Joku <laughs> over 33 and a half receiving yards. I think it's another game script play. I don't think he's that bad. I, I think I think he is what he is, but 33 and a half yards is kind of low. Went 59 and a half last year against the same Bengals team. Well, most of the same. I think we're going to see scores go back and forth. They're going to need to throw the ball. I've been waiting all day to see an Elijah Moore number, and I think I see one now. We got on one, yeah. But I don't. 32 and a half, 31 and a half. The thing with Njoku is he's 33 and a half at FanDuel. 35 and a half everywhere else. It looks like Pinnacle's got 36 and a half. So everybody's pretty much higher than Fanduel. So you can do that little old school trick and go 40 plus. And that'll end up getting you. Hang on, I'm finding it now. That's why I actually that was plus 124. So grab a few bucks like that. But again, it's more of a, they're, they're going to they're gonna throw the ball. I think Deshaun Watson's kind of back now. I mean, it's a whole off season, like he's back. It's not not the distractions that he had going on last year. Again, 33 and a half yards. Come on, guys.
0: What do you think about the reception slot? Because I had that written down too. Because that's I'm looking at two and a half. Uh, oh, it's minus one seventy-five though. I mean, that's that's tough. That's tough. Because I do like the receptions, but
2: do we have another? Yeah, the only problem with him is it's those red zone catches that yeah you know, they limit the they limit the yardage. You know what I mean? He catches a two yard touchdown pass. It's like, I mean, come on.
0: Yeah, they do like right. they kind of honestly I think they might use him like Kadarius Tony, you know, like they like try and like give him those like swing passes and like random, like ga- you know, yeah, gadgety gather, shit, right? right?
2: They'll try and throw it off his hands into the other
0: <laughs> <laughs> That was the worst performance, by the way, I've ever seen. That was um, unbelievable. That was I mean, that was
2: un- unreal. Like, think about this like Sky Moore should be getting all kinds of shit today. And like he's not. Because Darius Tony was so much worse. It wasn't even fun. like that was just historically bad.
0: See, but the, the issue is is that at least Darius Tony was getting open and getting some targets, like, because he barely played. I mean, he ran like, you know, whatever. It was like 15 routes or something like that. And then maybe 12 routes, I think, and like a couple targets. Sky Moore was on the field like every play and saw like a 7% target share. And when he did get targeted, he still didn't catch it. Huh. So, oh, I mean, oh, yeah, he sucks twice. too. It yeah. would have
2: been, it would have been like great catches. Two of them would have been like, I'm gonna say great, good catch. It's not like Dwight Clark, but I mean, it's like there would have been nice catches. But both hands, guys, both hands. It hit both hands. Didn't pull it in either time. It's like really, I don't know. But anyways, yeah, Njoku.
0: Njoku. yeah, back to Njoku. We got back there somehow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like the Injoku
1: play too. Um, I, I think he's gonna be heavily involved. He, like you said, nice rapport last year when he was uh, out there. Deshaun Watson um yeah no no problem with that whatsoever um and pretty low threshold so uh feel good feel good about the uh the tight end love that you have uh so far this week so
2: always love
1: yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to some other tight end I I'm I'm in a weird spot where some of these things don't necessarily correlate but I like a lot of Saints action um this week and some of it you can't Some of you, uh, because of the way that they actually are, you can't same game parlay all of this. Maybe there's a book that's generous. Maybe our friends here at FanDuel will allow us to do some of this when they come fully to market on what they have uh, out there. But um, there's a handful of things I like with the Saints, and I'm just going to run through them to be honest. Um, Well, first of all, Slop and I are both on Jawan Johnson. I like that one quite a bit. 27 and a half uh, receiving yards. I mean, Derek Carr is telling his brother, to draft juan johnson in fantasy that seems like a good indicator uh the titans allowed the third most or most yards a little over 1100 receiving yards to tight ends last year the third most targets to tight ends as well um basically running it back in the back half so there's nothing schematically that should be changing too too much um i also really like chris olave to have uh, i think maybe longest reception is how i would want to go after olave um We don't think of Derek Carr this way. He had the third highest A-dot in the league last year. He likes to take deep shots. That's how Alave wins, and that's how the Titans lose. Often, they had allowed the ninth highest explosive pass rate in the league. I think they're 24 and a half out there on Alave. Derek Carr, I think, is going to throw the ball a lot. Teams threw the ball 68.2% of the time against the Titans last year. This is the highest rate in the league. They don't want to really run against uh, Simmons in that front. So teams often just kind of lean heavily on passing attempts and car, especially with limited running backs here, with you know, it looks like Kendra Miller out. We know that, uh, you know, Alvin Kamara is out. We're gonna have more Taysom Hill involved than we want, but I think you're gonna see a fair amount of dropbacks from Derek Carr. Um, but again, that doesn't correlate very well with my favorite play of the bunch, and that's Jamal Williams <laughs> over 14 and a half rushing attempts. I, I knew you're
2: gonna say, Yeah, someone he to has to
1: run the ball, right? So, like, if I'm counting these these rushing attempts the number there in the passing attempts, we're still only at like 55, 50 plays, which is significantly below league average. So um, again, I mentioned no Kamara, no Miller. Um, I just don't see how Jamal Williams isn't heavily involved in this game plan. Over 14 and a half rushing attempts, minus 109 on Rivers. It's minus 115 on DraftKings, minus 119 on Caesars. Still waiting on the FanDuel line there, but like it's Tony Jones Jr. and Kirk Merritt, uh, who's a real person. Those are the backup running backs that's not behind Jamal Williams. Yeah. I, I think it's a creative player. I looked him up online. It was just kind of a, a blank avatar. So <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. More. Yeah. He played a Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> so again, some of these are poorly correlated. I, I want to fully acknowledge that, but like, again, 31 pass attempts, 14 carries. We're like 40 something plays. They're going to run at least 50, 55. So there's still room within this thing for both of these things to happen. Uh, you know, Again, Connor, am I a complete donkey here for talking about some things that are, you know, looking at overall passing attempts and rushing attempts
0: for the same team? No, it's really narrow. So, like, like you said, like, what are we going to give the ball to Tony Bones, like, 10 times? You know, I mean, like, come on. I mean, you know, it's, it's going to be Jamal Williams. It's just a matter of, like, we saw the Jags do it against the Titans, where, like, I think Travis Etienne had, like, eight carries and, like, no one else got the ball because the Titans were so good at run defense. They just said, fuck it. Like, we're just going to pass every play. Um, that, I think, is a possibility. So that's my only concern is that they don't give him the run volume because he's going to run for like two and a half yards per carry um, against this Titans front probably. I guess that's it. But everything else I think is totally sound. Like if the game just goes completely normal, like, you know, whatever, neutral game script, no pick sixes off Kadarius, Tony's hands, like they're just running, you know, normal offense. Williams probably gets 16, 17 carries. Carr probably gets 32, 35 attempts. It's kinsing kumbaya and you win both.
1: Yeah. Slop, I know I'm a donkey, but am I a donkey specifically for this take?
0: No, I, I actually like doing stuff
2: like this. That way yeah. everyone jumps on you and calls you a donkey and then it happens and you can just kind of flip it on them. You know what I mean? It's like, who's the donkey now? Don't but no, like I'm having a little bit of like PTSD from the time Connor came into the Thunderdome and he beat me because he did I it was a three-leg parlay, wasn't it? Same game. It was with the Eagles and they were playing the Titans – was that the Titans that they were playing? It was. It was. It a was. Yes, yep. it was a team that could not stop the pass because they were so good. Stop the run. He had like Jalen Hurts over rush or passing yards. He had. I can't remember the other two. I'm sure you do, Connor. But
0: yeah, it was Jalen Hurts like 300 passing yards because his line was like 220. And we know the Eagles. Yep. I mean, they just scheme like whatever the defense takes them. So yeah, and then it was like Sanders under like whatever something like that correlated, and it was an absolute banger.
2: So you're. Definitely, kind of like uh, that was gonna be our. So I was gonna make a giant like nine leg parlay for Sunday, but it was really only gonna be three legs because it's basically three situations. Does that make Love sense? It. And the Saints yep. were one of those situations, and uh, that way I could call it a nine leg parlay. But in reality, it's literally a three leg parlay. It's
0: so what were you yeah. thinking for the Saints? Like, what would you take? It think, was gonna uh, be
2: literally yeah. who we just said, or Michael Thomas, depending on what ladder I could get Thomas at. But Thomas, I think, came out at forty one, so it kind of ruined that for me. I would go with uh, Alave at an elevated total, the one he's at. Even though that's kind of crept up, I don't know what it opened at. But, like, do you guys remember? Because I don't I – It like was high 50s, was, low 60s, yeah. Yeah, it's like in the mid-60s right now. So, like, people are on that. So, you take him with Juwan Johnson and Carr in the same game parlay and then you just find, you know, two other situations you like and you have a nice little line-legger. So you got the degenerate side, but it's also kind of smart. Like it, it, everyone wins. Everyone
1: wins. I love a nice casual nine legger. If you don't have yeah, one yeah. or two in the holster for Sunday, but, like, like, what are you doing? Like come on, it's
2: football. Yeah, you're missing. You only missing get so house, many right? weeks, guys. Especially you want to do on a week one too, just to show your appreciation for being back because it's been a long <laughs> summer.
1: You know. I mean, look, it, they forced you into like you know dinger parlays. Like yeah. you know we need to show gratitude. Actually, yeah, I was here. actually enjoying
2: them too. Like that's the that's the like the crazy part. It's like like it was bad, man. <laughs> it's a weird Love time. It, guys,
1: keep. Uh, it, was, it looks like uh, James is dialed into the uh, projected workload. Um, so Taysom Hill and Kendrick Miller are projected to take ten of the twenty-five carries in the game. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna wait until we get Kendrick Miller officially ruled in or out. Um, because of that makes me, you know, it doesn't look good, but again, if he's in, that would give me a little cause concern, cause for concern. But like right now I'm not, cause I don't think Kendrick Miller is going to play, but we'll, we'll have to wait and see. So, um, I mean, I, yeah, Taysom Hill is going to be annoying for sure, but I, you know, I don't think he's taking like actual running back carries. He's going to take jet sweeps and some, you know, random BS. That's always frustrating to watch when it happens. So, all right. Uh, Keep jumping in the chat. Let us know some of the other stuff that you like here. Connor, third pick.
0: Yeah, I I had one that I have a bunch. Whoa, look at this. Look at this. We already got the clown out. Yeah, producer if you're not out. watching on YouTube, we have
1: the clown uh, already up for Connor's face, which uh oh I, I mean, Richardson hasn't Sal. even played
0: a snap yet. This bum's going to throw over less than 100 yards, and I'm already getting the clown emoji out here. Come on. <laughs> oh, Sal. Um, that's brutal. I, I love it, though. I love it. <laughs> So, that's a very nice
2: clown,
1: well,
0: yeah. Little, I'm, not creepy, <laughs> no. I'm just gonna talk about a couple plays that I think are interesting. Uh, for my kind of third one here. Um, I'm waiting on Jaden Reed lines, Christian Watson announced out, and Brian Sullivan talked about it in the chat with Watson out, Green Bay, wide receiver flux, Dylan overrushing, have to be committed to the run. I'm not sure they have to be committed, but they probably will, anyways. I think that we're gonna see a lot of Jaden Reed, a lot of Romeo Dobbs. I'm interested in those lines. I mean, what are you getting? what are we going to get? Like 40, maybe that might be too high on read, but like three and a half receptions, four receptions. I mean, all those are interesting to me. So that's one that I'm like, you know, really waiting for, but I'm not, I'm not really sure honestly, like what we're going to see at that one. So that's, that's a big one. I have written down other, another one, uh, Dax pass attempts under, I know you got some lines there, but I need to do a little bit more math and kind of make sure that it's a good play. Cause we're seeing like 33 and a half, 34 and a half. I've talked about all offseason, but I think they're going to be massively run heavy compared to what we saw before. Um, you know, they were like 21st in pass rate over expectation last year with Dak. I think that probably falls like 30th and they got a pretty nice matchup here against the Giants where they should be able to do whatever they want. So I think the attempts under is a pretty interesting look, too. Um, but have not played either of those officially, you know, hop in the discord if you want the official plays. A little shout out to us.
1: Yeah. So you want to be 444.com slash plans promo code prop drop. You're gonna get a hundred dollar gift card as well. Prop drop's gonna save you twenty five percent. It's a win win. And now when Connor gets to turn the lights on on that play, you'll have it. You get a push notification. Uh, all right, Slop. Uh, Connor, is that it? You're just doing three. Do you have anything else? Do you want to uh, get to? I don't. I don't know what we're. Uh, what do I know? I don't
0: even know what we're doing here. No. Yeah. I, I tried changing up the show sheet a little bit, and I think we're just going all up off the wall here. You know. So I think we're just bouncing all over the place. Honestly, I have a couple other situations we can talk about, but like, if we'll you get back demo- to you. Yeah, you guys it, have we'll and whatever In my
2: defense, I did not read the show sheet.
1: So Same. Yeah. I just host the show and try to steer
0: the ship, so I don't, definitely don't read the show sheet. I, I will say that none of what we were talking about was on the show sheet, so that's <laughs> okay. <is> good. Great. <laughs> yeah. Well, there it is. Sal, there was a show sheet. Yeah, maybe I do deserve the clown emoji. Making a show sheet and then not even sharing with our producer. I mean, who the fuck am I, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, there <he> <laughs> all right, Slop, what else you got?
2: all right so i i want to apologize first because i really wanted to go with the Jahan Dotson take but man he came out at like 40 something i don't know what i thought I was gonna come out with and so there is that but i'm kind of scared that the commanders might actually kill the cardinals and then all this kind of like he doesn't have a big game but i think he could have a gigantic game uh you know for him like 80 90 plus you know what I'm saying is pretty big whenever you're going to get a, a ridiculous ladder at FanDuel for something like that but uh but I'm going to go with Gerald Everett it's the same trick as before like it's he's 30 and a half at FanDuel and everywhere else he's a, he's a little bit higher 32 and a half 33 and a half 34 and a half so you can you can just go with the um 40 plus again and you're going to get that at Plus 148. Here's the thing: it's a new offense. they I think they're going to kind of want to show out first game of the season. The Dolphins, you got a team that can score on them, so that helps a lot. Also, too, Herbert is not broken. I mean, I think literally, like he had like broken ribs. He's missing a lung last year, I and mean, a lot of things were wrong with him. I think he's back. No more dump offs to Eckler. Those balls got to go somewhere. Everett is kind of a physical freak still. And I mean, I know there's a lot of mouths to feed, but again, we're not asking him to set a record. You know, he's gonna get 40 yards to get, you know, plus one forty. I mean, that's that's very doable in his wheelhouse. I think he does it. I think that, I think that's gonna actually be a really, really fun game. So I'm hoping for it. But again, Everett 40 plus, that feels good to me. Connor,
1: you're going to find someone in your life that loves you like Slop loves tight ends. Uh, You will be a very, very happy person. Uh, I mean, this had to be
0: just a brutal, brutal week for Slop. We got Kelsey out. We got Waller. Questionable now.
2: We didn't didn't get Jonah Gray either until like way too late. Like, I was already at Bowling by the time I saw that there was (laughs) was lines. It sucks. I got a new thing where I'm not um, allowed to gamble like while I'm drinking. So I'm going to see how that works. I I don't don't know if it's going to work. I don't think it's gonna work, but like it might. So, yeah. And uh, I saw the line; I didn't take anything. It's also Watson, who kind of feels like a tight end, even though he's a—I know he's a receiver—but I didn't take him for the same reason. So, I'm already off to an 0-2 start basically for that new rule. I have—I should have just not had it, but yeah
0: there's there's nothing worse than waking up after drinking while betting and being like oh boy i bet a lot of shit that i did not need to bet dude. because you have some drunk galaxy brain you know yes. thought about some player then you wake up you're like what the fuck was i thinking like, it what,
2: happens what was like, I thinking? all the time dude like, like, like literally <laughs> like ev- like every time you know you're out with your buddies and like i said like you get home you go to bed and then you wake up you, like half the time i don't even realize it until it's like 11 you know and you're like oh shit like i I did that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and then you go back in, you're like, what else did I do? And sure enough, there's more. It's like, Oh God.
0: Yeah. I yeah. have a habit to do that with the pick them sites. Like the, uh, you know, prize picks underdog, all them. So then I just started like, <laughs> like massively just player, throwing player, in real quick. Yeah. Like nothing like a little six, like goat whale nuke, you know, just like when I wake up and it's like, why did I put, you know, a couple hundred bucks on this? This is no shot of hitting.
2: It's so fun to do, though. It's so fun. To play. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's so fun. You and your buddy just sitting there, like, you know what? Yeah, let's throw him in, throw him in. Before you know it, like, it's a genius move, and it's just not.
1: <laughs> uh, it's always, it's always better in the moment. But if you could just again bottle that optimism in the moment and sell that, uh, you would be, you'd be in a great spot. So very rich,
2: that, yeah, not for everyone. So it actually, though, it did cost me money last night. Just saying, because I mean, was all over. Uh, at Lee Watson, I, the first one he caught, I was like, yeah, "You gotta be kidding me!" Like, dude, it's like he covered in the one catch. It's like I knew that was gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna Simple, lie. with those guys. We went off on a tangent there. What was your play, Jahan Dotson? I mean, you that's, you we didn't even talk about call, that at all.
2: To be honest with you,
0: it was, <laughs> it was, no, it was, just, it was
2: Gerald Everett. Gerald
0: Everett,
2: end, my
1: guys.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, into into Gerald Everett for sure. But um, I think that the Chargers' offense is gonna be. Elite. Uh I, I just need I want as many Chargers props as, as I can get. I think there's a little bit of a weird matchup with the Dolphins and Chargers, talked about on the move the line the other show a bit here just because the Chargers were like a little kryptonite against the Dolphins last year and Dolphins with uh you know Vic Fangio coming in. It just gets like strange. I just feel like we don't we have a lot less certainty there than we normally would. But I would say that maybe we get, you know, an under on Gerald Everett this time so we can bang overs the rest of the season. You know, I would do that too. Yeah, I don't give up
2: on my guys either. I just put them on the list like they owe me money. Like I don't do a fade <laughs> list at all. Like I think that's the dumbest possible thing you could do. Because, oh, you know, I like, agree.
1: It's the dumbest.
2: Like, why am I fading this guy? Like he's he can't pay me back. He guy owes me money. Like and the only way he can get back <laughs> to me is if I bet on him. And you anything you should
0: martingale Like
2: you can never take his under after that because then if he goes over, now you hate him. You know what I mean? It's now it's like you're like now it's a problem. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I just think again. I I think there's gonna be. It's gonna be a weird game. That's all I like. And everybody's gonna kind of feast a little bit. But like, dude, forty yards. Forty yards isn't even feasting. you know what I mean? No, like, you it's like a normal pads. game. Yeah. Four catches, forty-two yards. Like, okay, like, that's that's good. And Salad, four for forty-two. Clip that for me, please.
1: <laughs> four Sl- for forty-four.
2: Yeah. Oh, there we oh, go. Four oh, for forty-four. Four for forty-four. Mm. Even better.
0: Company Hashtag guy. Brand.
2: Also, clip <laughs> that for me too. try to make me say it though if you can't are
0: you are you a Kyle Pitts guy I mean 35 and a half yards no
2: no no I mean I I like him I just don't like the situation he's in does that make sense like like if he he could be like ridiculous but he's not gonna be in Atlanta unless something changes
1: he should be ridiculous but it's pretty clear that they they're not interested in using him that way and hey what do you do uh, yeah, oh, maybe. shout out to our boy Kevin.
2: Yep, forty-four
1: turns forty-four okay. today. Kevin, uh, a, a very lucrative uh, NBA follow for our subscribers in the Discord, uh, grinds fantasy hard as well. Uh, yeah, shout out, happy birthday, Kev. Nice so work, Should Kevin. be in Vegas. Why is he not in Vegas?
0: Yeah, I know. Yeah, I I think something happened. He wasn't. How do we know it's serious. not Vegas? He, it's he came last year, and Kevin and I had a wild time. I'll say that that it was. Uh, he, he parties, so you know it's a lot of fun.
2: Hey, don't, don't don't get the guy in trouble, right? right? Don't bust yeah. the
1: It's <laughs> so, all um, safe Fellow Masshole as well. Uh, Kevin. Oh,
0: really?
2: Nice.
0: Yeah. What's up, Kevin? Yeah. Kevin O'Brien. Nice guy. Nice guy. I'm going to follow him um, on Twitter. I, I, need to, uh, I need to make money in the NBA too. We all got to pay no, bills. He's, good. You
1: know I mean? he's, he's really good. Um, yeah. What we you got, Connor?
0: I was going to say we got a little question here. Sam asks, Pickens over 42 and a half seems hell low. And then he, I think he also dropped Pickens – longest reception earlier maybe that was him mm-hmm. i think someone that mentioned same that guy. um i i think i would prefer longest reception he's going to get his like two three shots you know where he catches one of them uh he's making that if not then he's probably falling well short of the yards anyways in my opinion but i don't know i mean i'm not really a pickens guy are you, are you guys uh george pickens I'm, on. I'm a picket guy yeah so,
2: but mm. the problem is that san francisco i i I don't. Know, I don't like to mess with them, especially in the receiving. I don't. I just don't. I just don't mess with those games at all. Yeah, Unless the, it's
1: uh, and, yeah, the under is one of our better projected plays um, on using our our tool this week for for Kenny Pickett. So I understand the hesitancy in Week One, especially in the matchup. I not
2: I'd rather lose money than bet an under. Little, <laughs> yeah. We'll
1: let Wait. Connor carry that water for us. Uh, oh. Just,
0: yeah no, I, mean, I love unders as much as slop loves tight ends let's just say that yeah you, you love
2: the under I, I, the season ones i get though like you, you got you've converted me on the season ones and yeah, but the only the problem you. is now i'm rooting for guys to get hurt i'm like what am i doing like i'm <laughs> not what kind of person i am so it kind of puts you in a weird place like when the guy's like I hey, towards acl i'm like sweet i, said, <laughs> I never be happy about that so no. i'm sorry if that's ever happened to anybody but yeah no and then the under and the uh the late late season matchups. Uh, I think it was you, like a couple years ago, week whatever it was. It was probably seventeen last week's season or whatever. And uh, Josh Allen, you had it under, and I was like, you know what, I'm going on because that's an over on like how few minutes he's going to play. If that makes any sense. Okay. And sure enough, it happened. Like he went well under because he did not play at all <laughs> in the second half, and we all won, so it felt good.
0: That's like one of the oh. biggest edges late season. is just like banging unders on like these. Random sites that are posting full regular game lines because they're just not paying attention. So, happened last year with the Vikings, too. I Vikings, yeah, that you,
2: you were, yeah, that was you again. Uh, I did them on prize picks. I think I had like four guys from that game on prize Yep. Pick. yep. Yeah, and Cook, like,
0: Jefferson, Cousins, and then uh, I think there's one other guy, too. Cousins Tockinson. made a sweat. Oh my God. He threw for yeah, 250 yep. in the first half or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I was like,
2: guys, ah, like, kind of relax, buddy. Like, you know, like, <laughs> trying to prove a point here. Or what? Like, you get it. <laughs> I got, I got
0: one more and then uh, we'll talk to
1: see if you guys have anything else we'll get to some other questions uh, this is another one that's uh you know a little bit unique we kind of blind bet in Discord last year and there's a couple of blind bets that our uh, subscribers did we basically bet Eagles over 13 and a half in the first half just every week and they just hit sometimes you would go over one and a half touchdowns at plus money and it was just kind of like money in the bank that along with Nick Chubb, Longest rush uh, over 15 and a half consistently. Um, I don't love this spot for Chubb. That number got beat up a little bit because our subscribers are back at it. That's up to 16 and a half, but I'm going to stay in the same lane. and I'm going to take Kenneth Walker over 15 and a half for his longest rush in this spot against the Rams. The Rams are running out some sort of hybrid XFL, CFL defense this year. They're going to see how that works. I have an idea how it's going to work. It's not going to go very well. Um, we had limited sample last year, Like we didn't see a lot of Kenneth Walker early in the season around like week four, week five, he we started to get like meaningful carries 12 games down the stretch. He topped this number in eight of 12 games and he was volatile, right? That's kind of why I like this with him instead, because he would go out and gash you for 30 and then like have negative five yards over like his next four carries. He topped this in both of the matchups last year against the Rams, the Rams last year were significantly better against the run than I expected them to be. Bobby Wagner was like one of the most efficient linebackers in the league. He's gone. He's back in Seattle. So he'll be watching it on the other sideline. Uh, so I just think Kenneth, Kenneth Walker, again, another guy who maybe at some point in the season loses some work, maybe in like third downs to Zach Charbonnet, but like week one base down work, we're going to see Kenneth Walker and he's going to pop one off here. 15 and a half is a fairly low threshold for a guy that has kind of game breaking abilities this is, Minus 115 on DraftKings. Also MGM, if you can get down there. Again, like we're waiting for FanDuel. Hopefully they, they pop a 14 and a half or something for us. But yeah, Kenneth Walker is going to break a big one. And again, we don't need him to do and sustain it throughout the whole game. We just need that one home run. And again, it's not even a home run. It's like a double slop, 15 and a half.
2: I don't mind that at all. I think that the Rams are like with that with that defense, it's like an undercover way of tanking. know what I mean like they're not saying they're they're just pretending they're not taking but I think they I think they're gonna be terrible like I really do I think they're gonna be very very bad I think something's really wrong with Stafford and Cooper Cups already I mean he's out so I mean like I I just think they're gonna I think it's over for them like they they need to rebuild and they know it and that's literally
0: yeah it's literally Aaron Donald and then like a bunch of your cousins slop it's like literally no no one's out there I mean I actually
2: have two cousins that play for them <laughs> is a, um, a bunch
1: of day three or undrafted guys. It is going to be a disaster for them defensively. Even if Stafford's good,
2: yeah. Even if I, like
1: he like resurrects Cooper Cup or like makes Tutu Atwell a thing or whoever else I, is I don't there.
2: Think he is either. I don't, I, dude, like I every single like out for them. It's like yeah, no. You don't know hit mean? and then the next one you go yeah. to zero. Yeah. You're like, dude, they don't have any. Like, are they going to win like a, a game?
0: Yeah, I like this bet here. Dalton, Rams' yes. lowest points scored this yes. week. I mean, look, if we have the Cardinals against the Commanders, I mean, their team total is 14 yeah. and a half, and I'm not sure how they score 10 points, but yeah. the Rams could be close. I mean, they're they're in they that range too. <laughs> yeah, I don't they know. Moved.
1: That line moved massively yesterday. It, went, it moved from like five and a half to four over the course of an hour. People were like hammering the Rams. Can anyone explain that to me? Sharp Clark likes the Rams. I, I, I need someone to tell me why. They like the Rams. I know you two don't, but like, jump in the chat. Let us know if you like the Rams. If you understand why that line moved from five and a half, it hung out there all summer at five and a half and six. Nothing's changed. Cooper Cup is now not playing and it moved to four. I am like dumbfounded.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't
1: don't
2: know. I don't know. Higby, big game, you know? Maybe. Yeah. Hey, it's your boy. Get in there. (laughs) 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 What's he going to do?
0: I played a. Yeah, I'll give a little uh, closing line value circle jerk here. I, I think the under on. I think the under on Stafford for our subs at two forty. That's like two nineteen now. Uh, and honestly, I would still consider under. Like you're telling me Puka, whatever, Tutu Atwell and Skaronic or whatever, Van Jefferson. Like these bums are going to get two hundred twenty yards. Like oh. how? No, these end up with like 150, 175 yards. The Higby goes for ninety plus. That's about <laughs> it. <laughs>
1: i love this bit week one bit is uh fantastic
0: it's so. great it's great dalton cates by the way said slop should be canceled hey, uh so, relax, sorry sorry slop week one you know, and you're dalton.
2: out i guess it happened to that i had a good run i had a good run <laughs> yeah.
1: checks in the mail we appreciate it uh connor you got some other things you said you wanted to highlight real quick I'm gonna, and then i'll uh we'll kick it a slop i'll run down some tackles and we'll uh we'll jump and see what anyone else has here in the chat
0: Yeah, if we can get a Devin Singletary rushing receiving under would be awesome. Uh, That's another fun one. Brian Robinson overs. I've been dabbling with that. You know that I – I I like both those. I I like the Singletary like carries under five and a half. Is that what it is? Yeah,
1: and his his rushing yards is
0: posted. Yeah, it's like 19 though. You know know. how many times I got burned on these like backup bums that like rip off one carry? You told me every single time, you're like, why are you betting on these guys? Why are you betting on these guys? And I just couldn't help myself because I'm like, he's going to see like two carries. Like, what do I do? And then he sees three carries and breaks like a 10 yard run, and I lose.
2: That's what happens.
0: Yeah. I like <laughs> so that. When you bet under, slop. That's what happens when you bet unders.
2: Yep. You don't, never bet the under, bet the under. <laughs> even if it's the right move. <laughs> Even if it's you're gonna almost
1: win. always the right move, but I'm with you. Yeah. Like I, 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 have to like really talk myself into it. It's harder for me.
2: I'm trying so. to watch the game too. I mean, this is about entertainment for me. You know, I mean as well. Like, I mean, you want to win. Don't be wrong. Everybody's competitive. You know, it's a money thing too. Everyone wants to win. But once you get your bankroll kind of set and you know, you know what kind of better you are, now it's about action. You know, you know because you've, you've been to the public show. You've seen all the strings. You know this works. And it's just like give me some action. The last thing I want to do is sit down. And be like, yeah, all right, guys, don't score. Like, yeah, that that sucks. Like, you ever watch a guy with, like, a game with under guys? It's like, yeah I hate you people. Like, like this is so stupid. Every time someone something yes. good happens, like yeah, throw the flag or you know, and it's like, dude, like
0: stop. That like, I stop bet the the Noah, the Noah Gray Noah Gray under yesterday and. Oh, my God. It was a, the worst sweat of my life. I mean, that literally three missed tackles on that play, and he ran for, like, 20 yards. And we won, we ended up winning by two yards, yeah, he didn't catch past pass the rest of the game. Shout out to Sky Moore. Shout out to Canary's Tony for being Wait, garbage. You won. you won on that under? I won on the under. Under 33 and a half. He had 32. 30, I thought I saw way lower. Maybe I,
2: I was drinking at Bowling, so maybe there's that. <laughs> but, like, I thought it was, like, way lower than that. All right, so I was only 0-1 then on the one that I didn't take.
1: See? There you go. Right,
2: so – the word longer you
1: stay on, on the show better the number gets so perfect uh any other looks slot that you want to share with the folks that you're uh, well, maybe some of that out or whatever you got
2: the only one that I'm waiting on is I want to see the Baltimore receivers it looks like we've got yeah we got Andrews obviously we like him but I'm saying I, I want to see what Bateman comes out at I want to see what Zay flowers comes out at. Just because, I mean, a lot of been a lot's been made about the Munkin you know, move over there. They're they're not, you know, in that Greg Roman thing where he's just going to run, he's going to throw the ball more. Let me see what those numbers come out because I bet you Bateman. I, I don't think he's that bad. I mean, we haven't seen a lot of him. He's been hurt, but I don't know that he's not that bad. And, and at the same time, with with Flowers too. I mean, a lot of hype coming out. Let's see it, but I mean, those numbers are going to have to be low. And like I said.
0: I mean, we can get some numbers it. in like the thirties, I think, for all three of them. Uh, and I think, kind of like the Chiefs receivers last game, I was—I said in our chat—you could reasonably hit the alt over on like literally anyone. Just pick your favorite, hit like fifty plus, sixty plus on all of them, well, and other than I think you'd probably Boyle. come out ahead. Yeah, one of them probably wins. Yeah.
2: yeah. No, that's exactly. Just do two of them, really. I mean, just find two. Do the whole. Uh, give me, give me one. But uh, I, I would, I bet you Bateman. I, I bet you he does something. Like I said again, not a record, but. Dude, when you're looking, you're diving in the, you know, the dumpster there, like for number like dude, you're looking at thirty something yards. Like, come on. It's not that hard to do.
1: Jimmy Ward out as well for the Texans, the back half. Um, one of their, you know, better signings this offseason coming over from San Francisco with D'Amico Ryan. So yeah, the secondary's beat up a little bit too. Uh don't uh don't hate that at all. So Gonna be an interesting game. I'm interested to see like our thoughts around what we are perceiving the Monken offense to be and how that really kind of plays itself out in in week one. Again, you know, small sample theater. Don't jump to massive conclusions, but it's gonna be interesting to see for sure.
2: Uh, I like the to jump into massive conclusions after week one. That's the that's my favorite part of the season. It's it's so fun. <laughs> just there. go in, yeah. Confirmation bias in week two. What happens Sometimes you <laughs> come out the other side, but a lot of times you don't. But you make a lot of friends along the way, so that's
0: fun. yeah. I don't know that's if you guys it. heard, but Jameer Gibbs uh, passed away last night, uh, and he's no longer yeah eligible to be drafted, uh, no longer LGBT, eligible to be bet on. He doesn't exist anymore. I mean, he's he's basically a bust. Like literally, that's what that's what Twitter's told me. So it's it's done. It's done.
1: You know, it's a fact. All right, I'm guessing we probably have some slop, some of Slop's audience here. Slop's audience might not be aware, but we like to dabble here. And by we, it's mostly me because I have a problem. It started kind of as a bit last year, joking with Connor. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to bet on this guy to get a bunch of tackles this week. And uh, it evolved into this, uh, this process that uh, now leads me to literally projecting anyone who's going to get even somewhat meaningful snaps, uh, projecting what their tackle number is going to be. Cause at first it was like, Hey, I like these handful of guys. And then the books wouldn't post any of those guys. And I'd have, uh, you know, a bunch of options. And I had no idea what to think of these guys. So I bet tackles um, and I love it. Our subscribers love it. And it has been a very lucrative, a little endeavor for us. So there are um, tackles are posted on DraftKings, on Caesars on bet. Rivers and bet. MGM really desperately need our friends here at FanDuel to get in the mix and start giving us, some tackle props, they dabbled in the Super Bowl, a little bit in the playoffs, but FanDuel, we want regular season tackle props here. Um, there are none posted currently, but again, I have projections and some of the things that go into the projections are matchup specific. Like you would do any any way that you would handicap normal offensive plays, you know, linebacker performance against a team, etc. cetera. Um, we also have scorekeeper data. Literally, this is subjective. Oh my God. Who yeah. gets the tackle? is up to whoever's keeping score yeah. at the place. <laughs> yeah. I have three years of scorekeeper data, home oh and road splits. God.
2: That's going to be the most plugs. degenerate thing I've ever heard. I love that. That is so good. No, so, you need that, though. You, no, you're, yeah. you're not wrong. I'm not laughing. at. I'm more just like, oh, like No, wow, it's fine. My wife laughs really at me all the time. In yep you are really going in i like yeah, it we need no, that for if, nba too if you got an nba guy for assist and rebounds because that, that's a whole thing too but yeah
1: that's a thing it's there's a subjective layer too right that was the whole like uh triple j thing defensive player of the year people were saying like triple j's stats are uh you know baked at home where like he was getting like tip balls getting blocks and steals and defending like tip passes and stuff like yeah there's a subjective piece too like when you watch a game you look, hey, that like that was a solo tackle. Some places are like, no, that was an assisted tackle with these two guys. Yep, Some people basket. are like, no, that guy was there first. Even though he didn't bring him down by himself, he gets the tackle. So scorekeeper data matters, especially at the tails. Um, so we want to take advantage of it whenever we can. A couple of matchups that I'm looking at this week based off of what we're expecting to see here. So um, our boy, 4A Aluakon, he – Back-to-back league leader in tackles. Um, great matchup against the Colts. Connor has already talked about. We expect them to be very run-heavy. Linebackers against Shane Steig and Ziegels last year averaged 22.1 tackles and assists per game last season. That was one of the highest marks in the league. And this is also one of the best scorekeeper matchups as well. Road teams in Indy averaged 25.9 assists per game. That is 4.3 more than league average. So if we're going to get like 8.5 or 9.5 on a luacon. We're going to jam the over next is Cole Holcomb. He's going to be getting every down linebacker snaps for the Steelers. I think we maybe get like a six and a half on Holcomb. I got him for like 8.3. He's going to wear the green dot and that matters. That's the guy on the defensive side that is headset with the defensive coordinator who kind of calls the plays. He's going to likely rotate in and out a little bit, but I have him at 90% snaps. He probably plays like 95. So I want to go conservative. Great matchup against the Niners who give up a ton of tackles to linebackers and the Steelers also have one of the most generous scorekeepers in the game consistently last three years, very generous scorekeeper, especially for the home guys, Cole Holcomb. uh, We're going to look for that number. Kaiser white is now the starting linebacker in Arizona. Uh, He's moved over from Philly with Jonathan Gannon, who was the, uh, they were together in Philly. We know the game script here, right? Like it's not going to be really good. There's going to be a lot of carries for the uh, commanders and great script there. And then the commander scorekeeper dishes out the fifth most overall assist and the highest rate of assists per game to visitors at 27.3. White's probably going to be at 7.5. I'm guessing I got him for a tad over eight and a half. Those are three that we're going to look for. Again, no numbers currently posted, but these guys should all be posted They're main key starting linebackers for their teams. Books don't get cute. Give us these looks. We'll have a handful of those most likely on Sunday morning uh, for our subscribers again at four for four in the betting sub. So also looking at the linebacker duo for the Niners and the linebacker duo for the Broncos, our boy, uh, Alex Singleton, our tackle King. Those will be looks that we're looking for. So yeah, uh, those will, again, they'll be pushed out to our subscribers. So get in there. We, we don't mess around. Ron Swanson said it best. Shout out to slop in his shirts, you know, never half-ass two things, whole-ass one thing, I whole-ass <laughs> tackles. Uh, and we were going to make some money this season, whole lasting tackles all season.
2: That is let's go. Incredible, incredible. I thought you were
0: literally out like insane when you first started doing this. and uh, now I have so much respect for it because, First off, I have no idea what you're talking about half the time. And the other half the time, I'm just so impressed with the data and everything you're pulling together. I mean, I'm also not saying, you know, uh, you know, don't don't record this. It's already recorded, but I'm going to say it anyways. You know, if you find me at some scorekeeper guy's house, you know, slipping him a 20 or, you know, a couple of 20s just to rack up a couple of tackles here, hey, you never know. Boots on the ground, baby, whatever it takes.
1: I'm not proud of this, but I think it needs to be said. Um, I spent a wild amount of time on LinkedIn this offseason looking for these scorekeepers (laughs) i was just i google it was googling anything i think i found the cardinal scorekeeper um that was the only one that i really feel like i'm pretty sure this is the the actual dude um didn't have a ton of success because like i also want to like where the scorekeeper data is rolling over from last year and i have three years of data i feel really good about the ones that seem to be stickier but if there's something that's like more volatile like are they changing scorekeepers up? And like, I don't want to be factoring that into the projection, giving it weight, and that guy's not there anymore. So we'll see. We'll adjust after a couple of games. We'll see if there's anything that uh, needs to be adjusted for. But, uh, yeah, again, going to go all in, and here we are. We have a high bar at 4-for-4, four four, data-driven uh, analysis. And, hey, we want to be doing all we can, and tackles, they are not immune. We want to make sure that we're giving people the best data for the tackles as well.
2: I mean, this is like borderline stalking. No, it's
1: a thousand percent borderline stalking.
2: <laughs> I go to jail like to get this. So, like, this is good. I like it. Sometimes you got to commit a crime. I get it. You know what I mean? Like, whatever it takes. Smart. Look, a, a reception's
1: binary, right? It happens every yeah, day. Yeah. The attack is not. Like, well,
2: there's a little bit of, ju- like, there's something like wiggle in there. So, that's Thank literally you know. why I don't love NBA, like, rebounds, uh, assists, even blocks, stuff like that, because a steal, like, they can just take that away. Just be like, "Yep, yeah, no, we would look back at it. It was not, you know, you're like, damn, they can't do that with points. And I, that's literally the same thing as tackles. Yep, same exact thing.
1: We had know last your night, score keepers, a last night.
2: Know your score, and if you know any of these scorekeepers' names, please email them to Ryan. <laughs> please. That way he doesn't have to go. Ryan on.
0: at Bettsportsgroup.com. Yes. Yes, yes,
2: please. Because that way he doesn't, you don't need them. Hawking people down on LinkedIn, like, come on, help them out. <laughs> Someone knows these people, like everyone. You know what I'm saying? There's somebody knows who this keep, like you know. They come on. Don't make I reached war. out to
1: clients. So, like, uh, you know, the the Super Bowl was in Arizona, and I reached out to you know some people that we knew that were there. Like, hey, who's is there? Does the league do like a neutral scorekeeper? Or because I was pulling years past Super Bowl data and trying to match it to the home to see if there's <laughs> oh, anything there. Gosh. Oh yeah, dude. I didn't go. Ha- There's nothing halfway here. So I was trying to find out like, <laughs> Arizona <laughs> or yeah, no, we don't play. Like if you're new to the, the prop drop, we don't play. We're trying to win and we're going to find any edge we can. I will dig to the depths of the earth to find this information uh, so that we can you know, make better decisions and try to win. So yeah.
0: I, I think a smart man once said, uh, get rich or die stalking scorekeepers on LinkedIn hmm Trying, you know, like oh, that's how it that goes.
2: It was actually a song. I heard it. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It
1: was good. <laughs> I love it. All right. We're at our time. We typically like to dig in and spend more time, but you know, we're off the rails. We didn't follow shame on slop and I. We didn't read the show sheet. We didn't know what we were doing here. <laughs> maybe, we definitely maybe. had time baked in to talk about uh, you know, Talking what your questions were. In. Um, yeah. so next week, more questions from you. We'll definitely carve out time. I won't have to go on my entire uh tackles diatribe. We wanted to sh- Share this uh, scorekeeper story again and again. But, uh, slop, let everyone know where they can find all your work, buddy.
2: At slop rules on Twitter, at slop rules on YouTube, um, at the slop rules on TikTok and Odds Jam. Odds Jam, Odds Jam, Go check it out. It's great, great tools to help you out with the uh sports main markets. They're very complex. A lot of times it's all put into one at Odds Jam. So, check it out.
1: Yeah, great resources at Odds Jam for sure. Check that out. And don't forget, if you somehow are not following Slop on Twitter, uh, rectify that. It is uh, definitely worth your time and something that you will uh, you'll get smarter and you'll laugh. And there's not necessarily a ton of that on Twitter these days or X these days. Uh, so it's a good combination of both. I get a little uh, dumber too. Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> it's all for everybody. Yeah, <laughs> you don't need to get smarter all the time. So, uh, Connor, good stuff as always. Enjoy yourself, travel safely, don't lose all your money uh look f- forward to having you back and uh thanks again for being on time today so we really appreciate it You're Delta.
0: on time with the mic that i brought with me i mean all i all i'm saying is it's a good day to get rich gonna hit the craft table after this got a fantasy draft with sam hoppin gonna be a fucking blast
1: love it four for slash plans promo code prop drop that's going to get you 25% off, and you're going to get a $100 gift card to Fanatics, guys. Please take advantage of that. That's going to get you access to everything we do at Four for Four, gets you in the Discord, gets all of our picks live. We're pumping out these picks on the show as we go. So that's only a handful of what we do. Most of the stuff is behind the paywall. Take advantage of it. Every Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, we will be right here to do so. Smash the like button, subscribe, comments, thumbs up, all of it. We appreciate it. For Sloppy Connor, I'm Ryan. We'll see you all next time. Thanks, everybody.